Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan Carson. I'm the Director of Student Ministry Matters. We're thrilled that you've chosen to download and listen as we continue the conversation about student ministry. Now, on today's podcast, we're going to be hearing from Ben Temple. Ben is the Marketing Director for Water for Christ. It is a great organization that partners with mission organizations to bring drinking water to those places that need it. Before we get to that, let me thank our sponsors at Central Baptist College of Conway, Arkansas. Perhaps you have students who are trying to figure out the next phase of their education. What's next for them after high school? Have them check out Central Baptist College of Conway. It is a Christ-focused education. It is place of excellence. I've been connected with them for many years. I started my own education there in 1990, so it's been a year or two. But for those of us who are still trying to finish up that bachelor's degree, they also have a program designed for you. It is their PACE program. It's been around for a number of years now. And so you can find information for your students and maybe for you too at cbc.edu. Well, again, we are chatting with Ben Temple, talking about real-world ministry, how that can have an impact for the cause of Christ, and we're going to be sharing about Water for Christ and how you might be able to connect your group with them. Let's listen. Well, hey, hey, Ben, thanks for being on the podcast with us. Hey, happy to be here, Dan. Well, Ben, I know you're with Water for Christ, and we're going to be talking about that. Um, To let our listeners get to know you a little bit better, they may have seen you at an event, uh, standing behind the water for Christ table. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm born and raised in Magnolia, Arkansas. Attended the University of Central Arkansas in Conway, where I received a marketing degree in 2006. After that, I wanted to conquer the world. And and so off to California, I went, lived in Los Angeles for four years, had a great life experience out there, uh, was heavily involved with the Dream Center, with his, which is Pastor Matthew Barnett's big church out there that he's got, and also went to a church called Mosaic, which is pastored by Erwin McManus. And so really just was poured into out there with some of the great pastors out West. And then I decided, hey, you know what? I know a place where I don't have to wait in line for every single thing. Well, I moved back to moved back to Arkansas in 2010. And then in 2014, a good friend of mine from a church that I went to in Conway in college called and said, hey, I know a guy, Tim Tyler, and he needs a little help with his marketing for his company, but also for his nonprofit, Water for Christ. And I know you had mentioned to me about missions in Africa. Would you want to you know, be interested? I said, sure. I'm, I'm looking for employment. So uh, that worked out really well. And so my friend Weston introduced me to Tim Tyler, who, as you know, Dan, is the founder and director of Water yeah. for Christ. And Tim uh, put me to work. And so I've been working for Water for Christ and his survey company for about six years now. And we have just been working away in Africa and uh, reached out to Haiti and 
other countries like Liberia and Burkina Faso uh, since I've came on board. So it's been a real growing experience. And also just doing international ministry is so much more logistically challenging sometimes. And so uh, it's really been a great experience for me. And I love doing it. And I have a heart for people. And so uh, just really enjoy working and being a part of Water for Christ. Well, what's been exciting for me is I've seen Ben at, at all these different events, whether it's the, the Baptist Missionary Association of America's annual meeting or more recently at the SOAR conference in Dallas, Texas. I've thought, I really want us to, to get our, our student workers more connected with Ben and with Water for Christ um, just because of the value of, of what they do. And so we're going to be talking about that today. Well, Ben, I know that you, you live in central Arkansas. That's your home base. Um, are you, you married? Do you have family there? Sure. I married my beautiful bride, Eliana, in 2015. We just celebrated five years. I guess 2016. We just celebrated five years this past July. And we have one daughter, Arabella Rose Joy Temple. And she's turns two in October. And that's just kind of our whole world right now. It's just, you know, enjoying starting a family and I've got my brother and sister that are also in central Arkansas. My parents are still in Magnolia, my hometown. We're trying to get them up here too, but uh, we'll see when we can get them up here. But but yeah, have a little family of three and Lord willing, uh, we can grow that in the future. Oh, that's exciting. I, I love, love my daughter at that age. So precious and more precocious was my daughter, but um, I've got a question, you know, I know that right now we're of course kind of in the midst still of the pandemic and, and maybe you, you did these things before, but as you went out, like with your wife for a nice dinner somewhere in central Arkansas, whether it was Conway or Little Rock, uh, where did you guys go? What's, what's a great place to eat in that area? Sure. Well, we're still in our thirties here. So the demographics a little bit different for us. So we've tried to live our life as best that we can. Of course, things are ramping up here. So we're trying to be cautious, but we've we've can we've continued to go out and and have a good time. We like uh, there's a restaurant close to our house called Petite and Keat, and it's pretty good food. And of course, I think those same owners uh, have the restaurant that was the old Cock of the Walk in Maumelle, and it's now called Cypress Social. And it's a little fancier, more modern restaurants, but but we we like the food there, so we like those spots. Of course, Bravo out in the Chanel Promenade went out of business, and that was the Italian restaurant. We were sad to see that one go yeah. over the rock. But we like going out and, like most people, celebrating over food. And And I would say Petit and Keat is one of our favorite restaurants. And then, of course, for Saturdays for lunches, you got to go to Burgess in Little Rock, and that's where you can get those good turkey sandwiches and turkey salad. And I used to work for a Burgess um, close to Magnolia in a small town called Louisville. And so there's only one or two of them in Arkansas, but it's it's about as good as food as you'll find. Okay, great, man. If you're in central Arkansas, Ben's just told us where to go eat. So that's how I'm checking them out. Well, Ben, you know, this is a podcast for student ministry workers, whether they're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or, or volunteer even. And, um, you know, I'm often curious of, of when we have guests, if they had somebody who spoke into their life, if they had a youth pastor or a youth director that really made a, a big difference. And so, Ben, who, who was that person for you? I was blessed to have great parents, and I think that's a, a very huge mm, blessing yeah, yeah. these days, Um 
that, that can often get overlooked. But I had I had a great family who took me to church every Sunday and Wednesday. And there was a couple people who really poured into my life. And one of them was my best friend's grandma, um, Miss Becky Mullins, who passed away a couple of years ago. And she really would teach me Sunday school. Um, she would pick us up from school. And she would just really would be a great example of what it means to be a Christian. But the thing I remember about Miss Becky was not only her kindness, but she said, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world. And this was bef- this was five years ago, so it was m- it's much worse now. She said, you know, I choose to have a spiritual view. There's a worldly view and there's a spiritual view. And in case you haven't opened your eyes in the past year, the spiritual view is the one under attack. It's the one where we're saying, well, we have the right to do everything we want to, but you can't, you can't condemn us. And that's fine. But, you know, I choose to have a spiritual view and my base, my beliefs are based off what's in the Bible. And guess what? That is completely different than your worldly view. And that's okay. And you can respect one another. But choosing to have a spiritual view is something that I've hung on to uh, these these past couple of years because uh, it's, well, it's, it's important. (laughs) It is. It is. And I love what I love about that is I'm sure that she was simply a volunteer, right? Yeah. She just was a a lady in our church who went above and beyond the, the call of duty and she, uh, like many others in our church, you know, were very good teachers. Right, right. I, I think back to my own days of, of student ministry when I was a student. I mean, this was eons ago. But um, Rick and Jody Priest were just a, a married couple that just loved students. They took us and did all sorts of crazy things and tried to pour Jesus into us. It just made a big difference in our life. And, and so those are, there's a great deal of value in those volunteers. We, we, we saw them at the SOAR conference. You would have little groups, maybe four or five students, and then they would have an adult with them. It's just somebody who was a volunteer who loved those students and poured into them. It's just fantastic. Well, Ben, um, you know, really one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you on here today was to talk about Water for Christ. So can you give us a little history and about the ministry of, of Water for Christ. I know your Facebook uh, little tag, what it shows is that it's a well-drilling nonprofit that provides sustainable, clean drinking water to villages in developing countries. Uh, but I know there's more to it than that. Share with us, Ben. That's that's our mission in essence, what you just read, read there. We, sure. we provide clean water to people in need. But the vision, or the furthermore, the second part of that is we reach people for Jesus. And that kind of is told in the story of Jesus at the well telling the lady about living water. You know, this is good water here. This is helpful. You do need it to live, but to live forever, you know, drink of me, drink the spiritual water and and, and have that in your life. And so that's what we try to do. Uh, Providing clean water is so very, very important. And there are hundreds of organizations that do that. And they are, they are, they are all valid and we would support anyone who would give to that noble, noble cause. It's critical. Water is life. But our secret sauce is that we try to point them and share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is even more important if we can get them to understand the spiritual view of Christ and help guide them in that way. So what we do, in addition to drilling clean water wells, is we try to drill those water wells on site 
uh, at a church plant. Maybe it's a new church plant that we can work with the chief to get a piece of land where the missionary has been working um, so he can have a church. Or maybe there's an existing church. And, and that's where our partnership with the BMA really comes in because of their decades worth of work, and, and especially where we work in Ghana, Africa, but they work, they work all over the world. But especially there, you know, there's a lot of churches that have already been built. There's a lot of funds that have already been spent there. And we try to come in behind those missionaries and behind those pastors who have received training and drill a well on site at their church. And if we can do that, then that pastor has the greatest tool he would ever need to reach his village. Everyone's coming every day to the well to get clean water, and he can begin to develop relationships with them. He can invite them to church. So nothing about the way we do it is, is pushy or direct, but we make it very easy for that pastor to reach his people in his native um, tongue, share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. It's such an entry point. I mean, everyone needs clean water. It's There's no way around it. We need water. Water is life. And uh, those opening relationships that can be found just by being at the same place. I, I love that concept. Well, let me ask this question. I know that you work in the marketing with that with this organization. You 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 love on people and you share the message of it. Um, kind of what what prompted Tim to start this ministry? 2010, Tim went on a mission trip with uh, Dr. Bobby Bowman, uh, who's been affiliated with the BMA for quite some time, and he was just going through Africa with Dr. Bobby Bowman and someone. He, I think it was Bobby who led one of the chiefs to Christ. And Bobby said, hey, you know, what, what can I do for you? And he said, my people need water. And so he came back to Tim and he said, Tim, there's a great need for water over there. And it'll support the existing missions that are there. And can you do it? So Tim just went to water well drilling school and he raised a little bit of funds from, uh, from those that were close to him and bought a machine and uh, a truck was donated and it just kind of started coming together and Water for Christ was born in 2010 and they shipped a drilling rig and a truck over there in 2010 and started drilling wells here and there. And it, as you can imagine, became very popular. All the missionaries <laughs> wanted uh, a well at the churches they had yeah. just planted. And, and who wouldn't want clean water in, in the areas that, that those missionaries were working? And so we just kind of teamed up with the BMA as a, as a great point of start for us because they um, had missionaries there and we supported and still do uh, their missionaries who were in these countries. And when they request wells, we do whatever we can to make that a reality, to make that missionary look like a rock star. It's just really a powerful, powerful thing when you can bring clean water to a village. It's, it's the biggest deal in town. Uh, we take an evangelism team wherever we go. So we're sharing the word. We pass out Bibles and we just we just show the love of Christ to people. And I think people can see that, especially um, in areas where we work, where um Islam is 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 prominent. Uh, voodoo witchcraft is prominent there. So there's a there's a distinct difference um, with what we offer and the love of Christ. Well, you know what I'm a friend of ours, Donnie Parrish, has said that he is just always amazed at how God uses different desires and different callings in people's lives. And I'm so thankful for people like Tim and people like yourself who are 
are drawn to those those different areas because in those different areas we have an opportunity to share Jesus, and that is uh, a big big deal. Well, let me ask: Why should students get involved in real world felt need ministries like this one? I think anything you have to for anything to have a chance of being successful, you really need to be passionate about it. For some unknown reason, I was passionate about helping people in Africa. I had that desire in my heart as a a college student. I I prayed for God to use me there. And 10 years went by, and I never went to Africa. And then one day, I got a phone call. And so I always encourage people, you know, be careful what you pray for. Uh, Because when, when my phone call came, it was right when Ebola was present in West Africa. And it was a scary time to go, even though it had passed. It was still a little bit, you know, nervous about going to a country that was that was near where that was going on. And so uh, but I think God remembered that prayer and he he used me. And so I think for college kids, it's and and students and, and, and everybody, really, it's, hey, what am I passionate about? And then, and then how can I pursue that? But to be involved with Water for Christ, it's it's really just so great because clean water provides so many things. In Africa, it's the women and children who go to the wells to get the water for everybody to take a bath with and cook with and wash the clothes. So for them, when you provide a clean well in town, well, it's not just now they're not going to get sick as much, which is fantastic. And now there's clean water when children are born, which is Again, all fantastic things, but it's, hey, I don't have to spend two hours walking in the morning to get water and then two hours back, so eight to noon is done. Hey, I can go to school now. Hey, I can get a Mm. job. Hey, I can make money. So for us, it's showing, it's understanding that there's not just a physical part of, of bringing clean water to people that is so helpful to present against disease and diarrhea and other things that are born when you drink dirty water, because that's what, that's what happens. And in these third world countries, there's a very terrible child mortality rate. So when we provide clean water, you're, you're working in the health industry. When you provide living water, man, you're in the spiritual realm. And the Lord tells us in Proverbs, you know, he who wins souls is wise, but, but also you're working in the economic and education industries. You're providing a way for people to make crops, you're providing a new season where it's so dry and there's no rain. Now I can water a few plants here and there at my house. I can I can go and and create food um, and earn a living for myself. So there's so many things about water that is just so powerful. So I would tell students, hey, what are you passionate about, and and how does that re- correlate to water, and and does that line up? But I think anybody would give the advice. You know, follow your heart, follow your passion. It's just neat that water can encompass so many of those yeah. things. And of course, our organization is Water for Christ. So right. everything we right. do is is pointing to toward Christ and developing that relationship with Jesus. And we can witness to people there for two weeks while we're there, and we do that. And I've been at those crusades in the pitch black of Africa at night where we crank up a generator and we show a movie, the passion of Christ and the pastor will call for an invitation to come to Christ. And I've seen hundreds and thousands of people give their life to Christ. And that's important. But what's even more important is after we're gone is that sustainable well 
and that pastor ministering to those people who come to the well who can truly disciple them. You know, that's yeah, that's yeah. where disciples are born, and that's why Water for Christ exists. What I love hearing is that it's a domino effect, and it's a, a great domino effect. I mean, you're dealing with healthcare, you're dealing with economics, you're dealing with freeing kids up for the opportunity for school, and it, it just kind of keeps going, and it's all there because of a simple thing called water. I mean, like you said, water is life. I, I just love that. Well, Ben, what what are some ways that students can partner with Water for Christ? We've had youth groups take on a whole water well project before. I remember there was a youth group in Mississippi who raised $5,600. That's a lot for a lot of kids to raise. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to go out as an adult and get donations in that amount. But the power of, of more than one, you know, they were able to do it. And I think they washed cars and they sold chocolate bars and they did it the old-fashioned way. But there's a lot of ways that people can get involved. Number one, like any nonprofit, you're probably looking for funds to fund your cause. So a great way to, for people to get involved is to check out our website at waterforchrist.com. You can give online there. Check out our Facebook page. You can follow us on Facebook. You can keep up with our events that we're doing in the area. Uh, try to attend them if you can. And, you know, of course, we covet prayers. We work in nations where sometimes there are threats. Uh, we've got a guy going to Cameroon. He's a BMA missionary, and we want to support him. And he hasn't been able to get in because of political unrest, the same in Haiti. And so to pray for our wells, to pray for our team is, is a great way to get involved. But I think if you can follow us on Facebook and keep up with this, you'll begin to learn more about what we do. And then you'll know if that's something that touches your heart to contribute to financially or to see if you want to go on a trip when that opens up. You know, in the past, we've always say, hey, come on a trip with us. Do a little bit of uh, picture taking or or just hard work and drilling wells because we drill wells when we travel. But, you know, right now we're not taking people with us. We're taking small teams if we ourselves are able to go. And so that's the current plan. But, you know, that Lord willing, that'll open up one day and we can begin to take teams again. But I think following our Facebook, checking out our website at waterforchrist.com, and of course just looking us up on Facebook at Water for Christ is a great way to get involved and really see if this is something that, that you want to support. And then if you are truly interested, you know, on our website, on our Facebook, you can message us, you can email us, you can email me directly. And, and I get all sorts of requests. I had a lady in Mississippi say, I want to throw a concert to benefit Water for Christ. What do I need? I said, that's great. I'll send you brochures, uh, you know, we'll send you materials, whatever you need. If it's your idea to throw a concert and a party and have a good time and have the funds raised, benefit Water for Christ, that's that's, that's thinking outside the box. That's great. Yep. And we support you. <laughs> so uh, so we've had youth groups uh, try to raise money for whales. We've had people go on trips with us. Um, there's lots of different ways to get involved, and we're very we're very versatile in, uh, in how people can get involved. Well, let me ask this. Yeah, I think you mentioned it, but I wasn't quite sure. How much does it normally cost for a well to be installed? Like, let's say we had a youth group. You mentioned $5,600. Is that the target? What, what are we looking at? $5,000 is the amount that we request for donations for wells. Um, because we have worked in Ghana, West Africa for so long, uh, we have now can kind of contract out multiple wells at the same time. Plus, we still have the ability to drill our own. But we can get that price down to 4000 sometimes. But we work in Haiti and Cameroon. They've already given us a quote for Cameroon for 6000 
Uh, we've drilled wells in Haiti for 9,000 because you got to drill through the salt water and case it. And that's a worthy cause for us. And so we're happy to do that. So $5,000 is a good price if you want to donate a well or, or shoot for a target or, or maybe raising half of that. And we can match it with, with general donation funds. But we have a lot of monthly supporters. And I tell you what, without the churches, because, you know, when people tithe, they give to the churches. And those churches choose how to support uh, mission groups like us. But we get a lot of monthly support from churches. And that, that really goes a long way with us. So people say, you know, there's always the question of what do I do with my tithe? But, you know, when you give it to those churches, those boards are, are delegating those funds out. And we have a lot of monthly donors, too, who give individually. They give 10, 20 bucks. A lot of people can afford to do that. And you get, you know, 10, 20, 30 people giving that amount. That adds up. You can almost drill a well a month just off a of little people giving 10 and 20 bucks. And so we really encourage monthly support if you're able to. And we're very grateful for our donors who do that. But but then we have people who I, w- I want to support a well. And uh, how much does it cost? And, and we say about 5000 for that. Okay. That's great. I mean, it it gives either a group something to shoot for or if they want to become a part of the monthly team. Um, I think that's a, a very valid course of action as well. You know, I, I love this this ministry. I love the uh, the concept behind it. Uh, if you are interested in becoming a part of their team by prayer, by uh, giving monthly or by giving a bigger donation towards a well, uh, you know, what's what's the best way for them to contact you and the team? If you're a student ministry worker and you're trying to to get connected with Water for Christ, what, what's the best way to do that? Sure. You can just go on our Facebook page and Google, or I say Google, I guess you would type in the search bar, uh, Water for Christ. That's three words, Water for Christ, and just follow us. And then you can just message us directly. When you message when you message us, you know we do our very best to respond, but you also will get an automated message pop up that says, hey, please email us at info at waterforchrist.com. And that goes directly to me. So if you want to email us directly, it's info, I-N-F-O, at waterforchrist.com. And again, if you, fe- if you Facebook message us, that, that information will be right in front of you. Okay. Well, we'll be sure to put that in the show notes. Um, again, we want to get people connected with you. If you're at SOAR or if you're in another event for the Baptist Missionary Association of America, uh, you'll have an opportunity to meet with Ben and, and some of the team there at many of those those events there. Um, but it's been a joy to speak with you today, Ben. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hey, thank you, Dan, for inviting me. And bless you for what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, we do all these things. We try to get students involved in missions, in real felt need ministries. Um, we teach, we train, we love on students. Why? Because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.